so no one told you friends was gonna be this shit. Hello, welcome back to Pals Watch Friends. <laughs> Very good. Was it? Yeah, perfect. I mean, it's a stinker. <laughs> it's an absolute stinker. Not the intro. The intro is good. The episode Thanks, is a stinker. Thanks, mate. Been thinking about that. Uh... <laughs> you you texted me the other day saying. Mm. I've got a good idea for an intro, and I was genuinely furious that that might have been it. <laughs> I, was like, I can't believe that he's stolen my thoughts. I think that was the first time I've actually heard you ever sing, which was... Well, I mean, singing. Yeah. I was, I was isn't it? I was shocked. I didn't know what to say coming out of the intro, because I was taken back that I'd heard your beautiful singing voice for the first time uh, in however long I've known you, many years a now. Long, a long time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I'm getting old. Before we get onto the stinker of an episode, how how have you been? How's everything going? Uh, yeah, all right, mixed bag, isn't it? We're all COVID free here, but tell that to my daughter's nursery who sent her home with suspected COVID, even though clearly we've all just had it. So she had to miss a day and a half of nursery while we drove. Uh, a 65-mile round trip to a testing pod to get an obviously negative result and ram a thing up her nose. Mm. Little, little two-year-old baby getting a thing up there, but you know. Yeah, that is... I, I, I've I, had it done. I had a test, and it was awful. And to think about... Try, and you, obviously, Beck has as well, but to think about putting... I mean, I remember taking my little one to the hospital for something when she was smaller much smaller mm. and they had to put something down her throat uh you know like a oh yeah tube. i remember yeah yeah and that was horrific i think that scarred me now because knowing about that and how horrific that was i'd really struggle to go and get them to stick something up her nose especially yeah. now because she's a bit more a bit more sentient than she was back then she'd be like fully aware what's going on sort of thing yeah well that's it like she so the 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 horrible bit of it was we knew that that's what we were going to go and take her there for she's in the car i think with our wellies on thinking like oh we're going because she's obsessed with our wellies like oh we're going out to jump in puddles which is our favorite activity and then um uh, no, 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 actually, we're going in this uh, porter cabin and uh, we're going to really, really upset you for a bit and then we're going to get back in the car and drive home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I understand you needed to do it, mind you. I'm not I'm not judging. You you had to do no, it, no, otherwise no. you're missing another couple of weeks of nursery and still paying for it and all of that. So it needed to be done, but it's just... And Beck would have had to be off work and all the rest. Of it. It's just a nightmare. But you know, here we are. Mm. It was a it was a crap day, but it was only as crap as watching Twenty Minutes as Friends of Friends, <laughs> I should say. So, yeah, it was. Uh, I pulled poured myself a huge glass of wine in anticipation of how terrible it was going to be, and it didn't disappoint. Yay! <laughs> Thanks, uh, guys. I did think. To be fair, to give uh, to to give a little peek behind the curtain, as I seem to say every episode now. Um, so we never talk about friends other than on this podcast. We literally don't discuss it in case one of us says something funny and then that's it. Um, yeah. Also, be a fine thing. We wouldn't um, want to. I was going to say we wouldn't want to use our one funny joke of the week without it being recorded. But like last episode, 
it's like for I usually stop recording and then we have a quick like chat about what we're going to do with the day but then usually we have to quickly get on with the day and I did say oh I've seen what the name of the episode is which suggests that um Chandler's mum's in it and that's always gold so I was like quietly looking forward to a really really great episode and um well why don't you give us a your, your 30 second rundown to to let the listeners yeah, no, so what, so what get them up to speed. Endured. Yeah, right. So the go the one with Mrs. Bing. Uh, we open not at uh, Central Perth. We open at a magazine kiosk outside with Monica and Phoebe. A Google uh, go, uh, ogling a guy. Um, he gets hit by an ambulance because they are distracting him. Uh, man ends up in coma. Chandler's mum comes to visit and Paolo is back. I was watching the countdown there thinking, oh my god, he's going to run out of time on this episode. <laughs> like, this <laughs> is the one where you run out of seconds. Yeah, Only because that I, is it. Yeah, I stumbled over my words a little bit there. The word ogling. I lost the word ogling and that was the perfect word to describe what the women were doing to this handsome man. Yes, they were. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I think Phoebe suggests that the wolf whistle at him, and uh, <laughs> Monica goes, "Woo woo," <laughs> uh, which obviously makes him look a lot more than a whistle would. But um, then he gets hit by the ambulance and goes in a coma for a bit. Mm-hmm. And this is where we take our first stroll. It's a beautiful day. Put your umbrella away. Let's go for a lovely stroll straight through the middle of New York shitty. Oh, God, yeah. The rats are out in force. <laughs> the steam is freezing here in New York shitty. Um, it was full of yeah, it, this episode. It, it really was. Um, I think um, if the writers were going to list their inspiration for this episode, it could only be misery. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, because it was Monica and Fre- uh, Monica and Phoebe. I was going to say Monica and friends. Monica and Phoebe are um, for the entire episode are basically looking after this guy in a coma and like imagining that when he wakes up, he will fall instantly in love with them because of gratitude or whatever. A coma that just a coma that they've caused. Yeah, yeah. I never really thought about that bit. <laughs> yeah, they've hospitalised this poor man. Then, like, with no, with relatively no guilt about doing this to this poor man, they they yeah. sort of bring him gifts and stuff while he's in a coma. And then when he eventually wakes up at the end of the episode, they are <laughs> so spiteful for him for being like, uh, "Who are you? Uh, oh, right, yeah, thanks, I guess. Well, thanks, see you around because I have yeah. no connection with you because I've been in a coma." And they are so scornful. They're so yeah that they cause. They're so scornful. Oh, who are you? I'm the person that made you get hit by that ambulance. Oh right, okay. Well, since you're a woman, I suppose I can't hit you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'll ask you politely to leave. Thank you very much. See you around, I guess. And they are so spiteful at his lack of appreciation, and I think not even appreciation, like. Because he didn't instantly offer their hand in marriage, they yeah. basically abuse him. 
verbally. Yeah. Which is um, unbelievable. I mean, and that is running parallel with our other thread, which is man's best friend kisses man's mum. You don't use the phrase man's, but that's a dog, that bit. <laughs> dog kisses mum. Well, uh, I, um, excuse me, but I think he was acting like a bit of a dog. Oh. <laughs> God, if I tee them up for you like that, I, I can't be... I can't be mad when you swing. God. <laughs> um, just before we uh, we sort of go on to that one, mm. my my wife works for the NHS, and mm. um, I think in in this country we're very very proud of our health service, and the, you know it, it's we it's free and it, it's pretty decent. It's got its moments, but on the most part, it's good. Well, it's not in free. America, it's not free. We pay for it. But yeah, right. it's free at the point of use. It's accessible right. to everybody in the country, which is read, a unique thing. I've read the Labour Manifesto. It's yeah. free at the point of use. <laughs> but compare that with the American healthcare system, which mm. is, we know, pri- like it's private, so you pay insurance or else you get a... Well, the insurance is sky high anyway, and then you get a bill. Um you know, if you get the wrong ambulance service to take you, you end up with like a two grand bill or whatever. It's absolutely ridiculous. But also, say while you're in a coma, for example, just as an example, you know, while you're in a coma, maybe after being struck by, let's say, an ambulance, um, you don't need to get any medical help at all, like say from a nurse or even just a, a healthcare assistant. Strangers can just wander into your room willy-nilly and maybe undress you and put you in pyjamas that I don't know where they've come from. Um, and all of the, you know, the wink-wink, nod-nod bits that come along with that. I think we should be very thankful for what we've got over here. Yeah. Basically, they've violated. They've violated. They've absolutely violated this poor man. I think he was within his rights to really, really get angry. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, who yeah. are you? I just get sorry. I just got out of the shower and got dressed because I was in clothes that I don't recognise. Yeah, with yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and yeah, like you say, apparently no medical professionals anywhere in sight. Yeah, and they kept speculating of his name, which would suggest that it wasn't even on the chart that they had. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't. Well, yeah, I mean, presumably, yeah, the hospital staff haven't um... contacted any next of kin. Yeah, gone. I mean, that's that. To me, that was the gag. The gag was that he wakes up, and somehow they tie in the fact that his wife is there. At the end, you know, like, so the hospital staff yeah. have contacted his wife and somehow they've kept mi- missing each other during their visits. Right. But that clearly... didn't happen, did it? No. This is a gap in my... When I was watching it, I was like, well, ov- and then obviously the wife's going to come in and go, who is this? And, oh, that's the wife. Yeah, like, that's the obvious thing. And I, yeah. when you're saying it, I'm like, did that happen? And it just didn't go in my brain. Like, that's the no. obvious way that you would do that, isn't it? The ob- yeah, the obvious thing is that the girls have been looking after him for the whole episode, and then at the end, his wife, who was away for work or something, has flown back as quick as she could because he's she's been contacted, he's in a coma, and then they walk in and they're like, "Oh, who are you?" And then they're disappointed because he's the man's got a wife. That that yeah. is that is your conclusion to that that story thread. Yeah, but didn't we didn't do that. We didn't get that. 
and, uh, instead we just got this really like depressing god i hope i never get injured in america scenario <laughs> <laughs> no one would ever know chandler's mom is a famous author yeah which i'd forgotten about um, I'd forgotten. I didn't know. I didn't remember this episode at all. So that was the small. All right, that, okay. that was my short, small shining light. Was the fact that it was all new to me. I mean, it didn't make right, it any okay. funnier, but it was all new to me. So I, I could not remember that she's meant to be a writer. That does make a bit of sense. I, all I remember is like what happens when his dad shows up. That's what I remember about his parents, which you know we won't do spoilers, but presumably. I'm going to look it up now. I don't know why I didn't um, after watching it, but presumably his mum, the actress who plays his mum, is famous in her own right. Probably an author, I would have thought. Are you looking it up now? Yeah. Well, no, let me just, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just fill in while you, look, while you do a bit of research. I'll do a quick advert. Oh, yeah, please. Do you need your garden cutting? Do you need your hedges mowing? Well, then... <laughs> Bird's Nest is the company for you. Operating in the Derbyshire and South Yorkshire area. If you need a gardener, we'll find you. Wow, so you you did do... I thought you had some sort of friends-related gag coming up there, but no, you advertised your own business, which you, you probably <laughs> have to do. Um, however, business, um, you did say hedge mowing. And so uh, I'm not filled with confidence that you that good of a gardener. So I did that on purpose. I said hedge hedge mowing and garden cutting. Do you need Why? your garden cutting back? This sounds like uh, what you'd say if you accidentally said hedge mowing. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, I'm on her IMDb. She's called Morgan Fairchild. Um, now, as an actress, she may have been a model or something, but as an actress, I assumed that she was famous in her own right and was maybe in, let's say, Days of Our Lives or, like, um, what's that, like, Dallas or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, like a yeah. big thing that we don't care about over here, but when they rock up on another show in America, they're like, oh, my God, it's her. And she looked like she would have been... Uh, like the female lead in her day. However, if you go on known for, like the main things she's known for is friends. <laughs> and then and then three things I've never heard of. So uh, maybe I need to mention she's only in like 10 episodes of them and stuff like that. So she's as known for being Chandler's mum as anything else. So what was if you just Google her name though, not on IMDB? Was she maybe maybe she was like a like you say a model or maybe she was an actual author? Actress. Oh wait, she was in Dallas. Ah. She was in Dallas. It just didn't have it on that thing. And something called Flamingo Road. No, no idea. What about can I extend Falcon Crest? Nope. Pass. Paper dolls. Pass. Hard pass. Murphy Brown. <laughs> Harder pass. Um, She's done well. <laughs> so how old is she now? Does it say seventy? She's seventy now, and this was twenty-five years ago. So she would have been forty-five. And he would have been. He was playing or something in his mid-twenties. Yeah, that makes that works out. Then yeah. I didn't think she looked that much older than him. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. But, but it does work. It must be like 20 years, yeah. So she rocks up. 
and then yeah. the episode happens. Yeah, so they all sort of they all know her. She's famous, particularly Rachel. Rachel is um, a big fan. She's read all of her works, and it's it's like smutty smutty stories, romantic smutty stories that she writes. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, it's something like she gives a. Rachel's like, oh, I'm going to write a book then because I've heard of an author. And um, she goes, oh, all you need is like 15 European cities and 30 names for a cock. And that's yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and Chandler's got a big problem with it, basically, hasn't he? Like, he's got a problem because his, uh, his mum isn't very motherly. That's the, that's the sort of the, the thread going through it. Yeah, he's, he's tightly wound and she's um, the exact opposite and famous for being that, so... Yeah. Uh, I mean, cool. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks for throwing us that bone. I mean, so I mean that's it, really. Why, why, what do they do? They go for a meal. Paolo's back. Yeah, Paolo's back, which causes Ross to <laughs> smash loads of shots of tequila. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 he does, yeah. The one um, laugh I got, actually, from the episode comes at this point oh where... Oh, God, I really, really hope that it's the same bit. Oh, part, well, for the podcast, mate, I'd really, really like it to not be the same bit, so then we'll have two things to talk about. <laughs> but I literally wrote one line from it, from the thing. I've wrote five notes, and one of them is a quote, and I would like it to be the same one. Can I just say, before we move past it, I did say Paolo's back. His hair looks better than it did four episodes ago. He looks great. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, he's been in that cool, Italian son. Yeah. Um, no, I doubt it's going to be the same bit because it's not a quote, actually. I only wrote oh. two notes, by the way, and this <laughs> isn't this isn't one of them. And I can't, for the life of me, remember what the other what the other note is related okay. to. So I'm going to ask you in a minute to see if it jumps out at you, meaning anything yeah. in particular. But no, the one bit I actually got a laugh from was after Ross has smashed all the tequilas... Um, we go to a scene where we're outside of a toilet, to the two toilets, yeah. uh, males yep. and females. They're in Chico's and Chica's because they must be in some sort of Latin restaurant. And yeah, because uh, that's where you would take Paolo. Hey, fly back from fly back from Italy. Okay, why? I want to take you to an Italian restaurant. Yeah, I don't in... know if Chico's and Chica's is Italian, but it's that sort know. of oh, yeah. Spanish, but I suppose it is that sort of Mediterranean. I mean, they might they might have been at an Argentinian restaurant or anything. But anyway, yeah, fair play. Sorry, sorry to uh, Italy, <laughs> our friends in Italy. Miss, yeah. so Mrs. Bing is out there. She's on the phone to the hotel that she's staying in, checking to see if she's got any messages, which is a bit of a bizarre thing to do while you're out. For yeah, dinner. and also, what do you mean? Like, is that is she ringing the hotel? So, did you understand that? Because to me, that went over my head. That she ring, she is ringing her hotel to see if anyone's rang the hotel to speak to her and left a message. Yeah, so I mean, it, obviously, it's pre-mobile phones, but that was like I didn't understand that. It's, it's pre-mobile. Yeah, so it's pre-mobile phones, but she's on a mobile phone ringing the restaurant, uh, ringing the hotel. Is she not? Or is she on like a land? Is she on oh. a phone? Because I, I don't know. I didn't clock it. No, I didn't. Yeah. I'm only thinking about it now. But the leaving, yeah, leaving messages, that's what people did. Like you say, pre-mobile phone, pre-email. Yeah. They'd say, if you were like, if you needed your publisher or your editor or your, your agent to get in touch with you and you're traveling away, you'd give them a, 
breakdown of where you're going to be staying at what dates, and then they could get a hold they're, of you by ringing that hotel. And they're overplaying. They're overplaying in a big way how important she is. She's a writer. Oh God, my phone's decided that now would be a good. Uh, sorry, my laptop's decided now would be a good time to update Adobe Flash. No thanks. <laughs> um, so she she's a writer of like let's call it erotic fiction or whatever. Um, yeah, so she's like Jackie Collins or something like that, isn't she? Yeah, and it's night time. Now, she might have messages, but they're not going to be urgent. Yeah, and presumably, if it's night time and she's out for dinner, the next stop that she'll be making is her hotel. Yeah. So, so just check on the and, way in. Yeah, and also, can you get her to call me urgently? Oh, it's half ten. I'll probably just, I'll just ring in the morning. Yeah. Like, what? she's not a fireman. Yeah, <laughs> she's not a yeah, what do I need her for at eleven PM on a Thursday in New York City? What what is what disaster is this woman averting? Yeah. Not no, absolutely. Um but yeah, for so for what I think I mean it's probably just an excuse to get her into that the room outside the toilet, but then yeah. then just have her coming out of the toilet. Yeah, they could have just crossed in the corridor. Yeah. They could have just both left the toilet at the same time. But... So here's the here's the thing, right? Everybody needs to go for a wee from time to time. Yeah, that, absolutely. That just writes itself. Oh, she was going for a wee, and then he went for a wee, and then they bumped into each other. Quite reasonable. Quite reasonable. Yeah. As opposed to this charade that she's secretly a superhero. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so she's on this phone. Ross comes out of the toilets... Um, she says, are you all right or something? Because in, uh, basically insinuating that he might be a bit drunk and he looks Big like per- perplexed, like, yeah, why would you think I was a bit drunk? And then the bit where I actually got a belly laugh was he turned around, oh, uh, someone else comes out the toilet behind him and it's an old lady and he mm. looks up at the door and it says Chica's and then he flashes towards the other door that says Chico's. Double mm. takes again. Joke is he came out of the ladies because he's so drunk he couldn't tell the difference. And that I, I actually got a laugh just from his delivery because he didn't say anything. It was all... all right, okay. Moments later, so then he kisses her, right? Yeah. The the kiss. Then Joey comes out and sees that that's happened, and this is where you get the joke, mate. A much better joke. I'll see your double take at Chico Chica, and I'll raise you. Joey about to go for a wee because yeah. that's what people do. Um, and he sees that and he goes, oh, I'll just pee in the street. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good, that is a good joke. That was a good gag. Yeah, really, really good. That's the Joey, best. Joey wins best friend for me for that joke alone, for delivering the only joke in the episode of this yeah. comedy. Joey has... 100% slipped into his his normal Joey. persona yeah. now, yeah. He, there's none of that arrogant swagger, that cockiness, that I'm too cool for school attitude. He's just a bit daft, comes in, says a couple of stupid things, looks a bit dumb, and then leaves, which is perfect. That's what you want. Yeah. Um, I just want to stick with Joey for a moment. Later on in the episode, I don't know why, it's not important, they're in the corridor... Between between the two apartments, mm-hmm. and he's talking to the girls. 
Joey is short. Um, I'd never considered it, but I'll be looking at. Neither that because he's a he's a strapping young, handsome Italian lad with fantastic hair. He's usually we've discussed before, like that. The, this is pre gym days. Mm-hmm. People didn't go to the gym then the way they do now. But he's like he's a big lad as well. Like he's well built. Mm-hmm. Who who's he short comparable to? Who is he stood next to that you went that dude short? Jennifer Anderson. And what time of the day was this? In the morning when they're they're stood in the dressing gowns and stuff. Maybe, but I googled it to find out how tall he is. Because I wondered if she'd had high heels on. That's what I'm saying. But if she was in a dressing gown, then you presume she wouldn't have. Oh, I don't know. Um, I don't know. They were just stood next to each other in a way where he was stood next to one of the lads, and I went, "Oh, well, he's shorter than Chandler, but Chandler could be like a, a looming six foot four. Like he's quite gangly, isn't he?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, he dresses like, um, as well. It's like little Alex Horn, you know, on Taskmaster. So, yeah. Uh, he looks tiny and they call him little Alex Horn, but he's actually six foot four. He's just, yeah. stuck, he's just sat next to Greg Davis the whole time, who's like yeah. one foot twelve. Yeah. Um, would, would you like to hazard a guess as to Joey Tribbiani's height? Or, and Matt LeBlanc's height, because they're, they're the same person. They are one and the same. Well, you've, I mean... Uh, Although, I'm going to offend you here. <laughs> okay, right. So, I mean, you've given a lot of clues away. What we should do, if you can, depending on how quick your Googling is, is turn this into a quiz. Quiz. Shortest to tallest. Yeah. All right. Give me, um, give me an advert. Do you like podcasts? Yeah? Oh, great. Do you like hearing two friends discuss the same TV program week in, week out? You do? Well, you've come to the right place. This is Pals, the podcast where two friends watch and then talk about an episode of Friends each week. You'll hear great stories like this one. Yeah, so then Ross comes out of the uh, toilet and there's an old lady that follows him out and he like, has this double tape between these two toilets. It's hilarious. You could forget this classic moment. God, this program's shit. For more gags like this and more, join us here next week, same time, same place, with pals. Right, mate, let's do this. Pick your shortest one. to shortest to tallest. Okay. Do you so... want? Do you want to uh, guess at the actual heights as well? Yeah, I will. Um, so, I'm gonna say the shortest for me is Jennifer Aniston, and that is a fantastic guess. I... You are 100 percent on the money. And I think she is five foot uh, six. Okay, you're wrong. She's five. She's just under five foot four. Oh wowza! That is that is really really short. Okay, and then secondly, I'm going to say um, Courtney Cox. Correct. And she is five foot six. Then in that case. Um. No, she is also five foot four. She is uh, wow. apparently centimetre taller. Wowza. Um, so I think that Lisa Kudrow is actually quite a bit taller. So I don't think that she's... I'm not going to go girl, girl, girl just because girls are shorter. I think she's a bit taller. So I might be wrong. But based on what you just said, I'm going to say that Matt LeBlanc is next. I really like the logic, but no, it is Lisa Kudrow. Ah, uh, she is she taller. Is, yeah. She is taller. There is a significant jump up. She is five foot six, five foot seven. Okay. Well, five yeah, foot okay. Five foot six and a half. 
Yeah. Then we're in Matt LeBlanc territory, obviously, as you correctly uh, see. Yeah, so we, then we've got Matt LeBlanc next, and he's five foot nine. Eight. Five foot eight. So I tower yeah. over Matt LeBlanc. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really do. <laughs> With my whole extra inch. Uh, <laughs> and then you've got Chandler. Then you've got um, uh, Matt Perry. Yeah. And he's... How tall is he? He's six foot. He's six foot. And then finally, you've got David Swimmer, who's six one. He's just under six one. Mate, that was flawless. I mean, I know you did the Lisa Kudrow, Matt LeBlanc switch up, but I can perfectly understand why you did that. Um, you led me a little bit. That was flawless. It was, it was the build-up of the Matt LeBlanc. You won't believe how short he is through me, I think. But, um, hey, but yeah, question. Question, where does um, where does Gunther sit in all this then? What height wise? Yeah. <laughs> Gunther is tall unless the bar is raised on the inside <laughs> because he always oh, right, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I thought you meant like metaphorically. <laughs> I think he's tall as well. I think he's six six one as well. So you think he's the tallest of the friends plus Gunther. I think he's about on par with Matt Perry and and David Swimmer. He's shorter than both. He uh, stands at exactly one Greg tall. Oh, really? Okay, good he's, respect. He's a five nine. Speaking of Gunther, did you spot him? The great I Gunther. Didn't. I did so not. Open your phone up and look to pictures three and four that I've sent you. <laughs> Try to. Think you were going to say, did you spot him? No. Open your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Open your eyes, you ignorant git. Oh, yeah, there he is, just hiding behind Monica's head. So it's literally just the top of his head poking out over, monitor, uh, over Monica, but you can't actually see his face. You just recognise the shape of his head and the colour of his shaved head. Yeah. Hey, mate, what's, his, what's the other photo you sent me? Well, the other photo is this week's best pal. Really? Yeah. Go so, on. well, so what we've got is we've got the opening scene where Phoebe and Monica are at the kiosk buying yeah. a magazine or pretending to buy a magazine or whatever, so they can they can ogle this guy. Uh, yeah. Guy has walked off. They've shouted at guy. Guy's been struck by ambulance. They look relatively shocked by the outcome. Of what they've just done. And yeah, there's, some, guy, there's, there's, there's two lovely bits of acting there from the girls on this, yeah. this the picture that you sent me. They're both wide-eyed and aghast. Yeah, and be- between their two heads is Kiosk <clears throat> Operator. Yeah, I would describe him as quite a tall black guy with a woolly hat and scarf. Yeah, and he described his facial expression compared to theirs. Bearing in mind, a guy's just been run over by an ambulance right in front of him. Okay, he's wearing the face of, you know when, you know when you drop something out of your pocket and you can tell from the sound whether it's like a penny or it's like a good coin. You like you can hear if it's copper. He's dropped it and he's gone, that sounded like a 20 pence piece. That I better look for that. That's the expression. He's not, he's he- not looking. He's heard, he's just heard it. It's like, oh, oh, what was that? <clears throat> That's what he looks like. He's fairly indifferent. He knows it's not a, a solid pound or two pound coin, but he's, he's not that arsed, is he? 
He looks less arsed than, you know, if somebody shouts in the street a name, but the name yeah. isn't your name, but you'd still look because it's a person shouting. He yeah. looks slightly less arsed than that. So if I was walking down the road and someone John, I'd obviously look. Just in case they thought I was John and then I can clear up that I'm not. Or just like, oh, I wonder what John's up to. Um, But I wouldn't care. He looks like that. Yeah, that's a great description. I like that. I'll take that. He And for that portrayal of a man who doesn't give a shit that someone's just been ran over in front of him, he's my best pal. Yeah, it's really good. I like it. Um, Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I was going between the two obvious ones. I was thinking... I thought the episode would clear up whether or not I liked the mum or coma victim better. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, I still don't care for either of them, but it was going no. to be coma victim because because I think his reaction <laughs> is what your reaction would be. It was quite good acting. I, th- I felt like well, that or yeah, good that... character. Like we're going what. <laughs> Get out. That, that was the only sort of thing. It wasn't funny, it, it, but it was the it was the obvious Accurate. conclusion. Yeah. yeah, but there was no gag in there. But that was like that was what would happen. Like, well, what I don't know what you want from me. Like, I'm, I'd like to extend a question to you about this episode. Yeah, because I think this episode warrants it. Who was... Oh, I've picked my best friend already. I've said it, it was Joey just for the RP in the street gag. That was great. Yeah, um, you've, you... yeah I'm going to go with the same because I was really struggling and I almost went with Ross just for that gag that I mentioned, but then... Well, you can't. He, for the, what do you mean, I can't? You can't have Ross. Why? Because he, he tashed on with his mate's mum. Oh, well, that's what I was going to say because he did... S- so little else in the rest of the episode. There was nothing else enjoyable. So I'm going to go with Joey based on what you said because I enjoyed, I enjoyed your telling of it. And yeah, it was I, a good joke. And yeah, and I got a, I got a sort of a second hand laugh from from that. I'm, I'm going out. I'm going out on a limb. That would be in my. We've watched eleven episodes so far. That would be in my top three jokes of all of those episodes combined. Okay, God, I, mean, I think that's that good. That shows what a poor showman we've had in the last 10 Slim, or 11 episodes. Slim pickings. Um, I want a worst friend from you, mate. I want to know. Obviously, it's mainly out of the bit out of the three. Who's the worst friend in this episode? Is it? Yeah. Uh, Ross? Is it Monica or is it Phoebe? And yeah, no, just that. I think it would be difficult to split Monica and Phoebe. Maybe that's a joint effort. Yeah, because they they were... They do the same thing. They were effectively the same character in this episode, yeah. Well, well Monica um, did do the thing with his pyjamas. She did change him. Well, it's definitely Ross, because oh, not okay. only did he kiss his best mate's mum, but the fact that he was even... that he's still whining and moaning about Rachel the whole time, it's all just ir- an irritant, the whole thing. <laughs> God, you're in for a treat for the next nine series. I know. Listen, I've got, I've got. We're running out of time here. I've got two. The only two notes I've written, and I haven't mentioned either of them yet. So, the first one, orange shirt is back. Chandler's orange shirt. Chandler's orange shirt from the episode a couple of weeks ago, when I said it was ginormous with the huge pockets. Oh yeah. In the last scene, when he's his mum comes round to say goodbye, and he finally confronts her about. Kissing Ross and you kissed my best Ross. 
yeah, you kiss my best for us and all the like the way that she's not really behaved like a mom over the years, how it's sort of wound him up and stuff, and that's like the conclusion of their thread before she leaves New York. And in that scene, he's wearing the huge orange shirt with a huge pocket mm. and a tie again. Okay, that's good. Yeah, so that I hate, I hate the shirt. I hate the shirt, but I like when characters like because people do wear the same thing. Of course, you do. You've only got so many clothes. Yeah. <laughs> so for a character to wear it again makes sense. Good. Yeah. yeah. And then the other note is I don't know what this re- relates to. I've put Ross <laughs> leaving the ladies. Yeah, the toilet, mate. The toilet. Oh, Ross yeah, leaving the ladies blues. Yeah. Right, like sorry. the gents. I'd ri- I'd it, written it. Sorry, I'd read it literally, like like the girls. He's leaving the ladies. Yeah, like the ladies behind. No, the ladies. Uh, all... Yeah, no, that's right. No, you've you've know. covered that. Cool. That was your gag of the episode, mate. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't even remember what it meant. That, that sums it up. <laughs> Again, a da- damning indictment. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, next episode is episode twelve. Um, yeah. Is it the halfway point because I made some promises didn't I? Yeah it's quiz it's quiz quiz day It's definitely quiz I'll give you that um, You were going to give us a round upon some stats and facts I'm going to do that also but I just want to check before before I, before I confirm that I'm going to give you some stats because I wanted the stats to be um, at the midway point Mm-hmm. And I'm just double checking that there's a, there's 24 episodes in this. Uh, oh yeah, this there is. Series. Yeah, yeah. Six months. Yeah, definitely 24. Is it? Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, 24. Okay, cool. So next episode, um, we'll do a bit of quizzing, and we'll uh, we'll find out who's winning the best friends and stuff like that so far. I mean, mm-hmm. if there's a tie on points for best pal, mm-hmm. like let's say. You know, we've voted for Paolo the same amount of times as we voted for anything. Let's just agree right now, Jack Geller wins. <laughs> yeah, Jack Geller is always the tie break. Yeah. Um, if- even if he's not in it. Even if it's like, all right, okay, well, at the at the top, there's a tie for best pal. It's between Gunther and Paolo. So you know what that means. It's Jack Geller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely agreed. Right, um, I like I like rules. <laughs> I give this episode a one out of six. Okay, I'm gonna give it a two. There wasn't um, any jokes. There was like one joke. Okay, it's but pretty... I did find it easier to watch than the previous episode, which was a one, a damning one. But it's that's not what funny. I'm going. It's a comedy. Yeah, okay, funny. I'm not saying it deserves two. Or that I think it's twice as good as you do. I'm saying that I know it's not friends as bad can as be worse. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. I, I don't. I don't feel the same existential dread that I felt after watching the previous, where I was like, "Oh my god, this has drained the life out of me." <laughs> this one, I just went, "Okay, that was shit. Turn it off. <laughs> Come back again next week. We go again." That's yeah. it. I felt like after this one, it's like how I felt when. I much more religiously followed Sunderland Football Club, which was, god damn, that was a depressing bit of my Saturday. 
Yeah, and, but, and, that was, and that was 90 minutes, not 22. Yeah. Thank, thank <laughs> God, more mercy. Dust it off, dust it off, and we go again next week. That's what it was. These days, I, I don't care about football very much at all. Although they did lose yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and so on that show, as you've just said, we go again next week. We go again. Thanks for listening. <laughs> We'll sort of, we'll why did we'll talk why are we again. doing this? It's like an endurance test. Well, we've, we're three months in now, so I kind of feel like we're, we're so far. We've got another three months to go. At least the, the small things to hang on to. We're halfway through. Next week? No, we're not. Next week? <laughs> <laughs> Nearly halfway. Oh god! Right. All right, pal. See you next week. <laughs> Peace. Bye. Bye.